0: Of Chip Shots. I'm your host Gary Mack, and we had a great week in the world of golf once again as the PGA starts their new you know, they're in the beginning of their new season, the 21-22 season, and the LPGA and European Tour winding up towards the end of their season. It gets a little confusing sometimes, but. That's the way it is in the world of golf. But let's check in right now on the PGA Tour. 13 players were within two points. Uh, two shots of the lead at one point during the final round. of The 2021 Sanderson Farm champions and then Sam Burns made the turn. The 25-year-old birdie number 11, 13, 14 and 15 to take a two-shot lead with three holes to play and was nails down the stretch and routed to his second PGA Tour win following the uh, Valspar Championship that he won in May. Burns who only missed nine greens over his four rounds was riding the Riding a great streak all week in his first start of the new tour season, finishing the week at 22-under following his final round, 5-under, 67. One shot clear of Nick Watney and Cameron Young. The Louisiana native and former LSU Tiger feels right at home on Mississippi's Bermuda grass, not to mention he made his professional debut on tour in 2017 at the Sanderson Farms, where he finished tied for 43. 22-under winning score is the lowest since the tournament moved to the Country Club of Jackson. In 2014, besting Cameron Champ's 21-under mark in 2018, while Scott Stallings' 24-under win in 2012 remains the tournament record. Nick Watney began the week with a seven under sixty-five and ran the same game on Sunday to finish at twenty-one under. To finish alongside the rookie Young, who shot four rounds in the 60s this week, culminating with his Saturday—I'm sorry, his Sunday—68. Henrik Norlander shot the low round of the day at eight under sixty-four to finish at 20 under and lead a host of players. Tied for fourth, including local talent, Hayden Buckley, Andrew Landry, and Trey Molinax. So congratulations. To Sam Burns on getting his second win. The PGA tour championships champions tour was off, but the LPGA was in action and Celine Boutier, Birdie the Final Hole capture her second LPGA Tour title and first on U.S. soil at the ShopRite LPGA Classic in Galloway, New Jersey. Boutier tied her career low with an 8-under 63 at Seaview Golf Club's Bay Course. Duvall passed to the game's brightest lights in Inby Park and Jin Young Co. Francis Boutier, who reached world number one as an amateur while playing collegiately at duke enjoyed her first lpga win at the 2019 isps honda Vic open on sunday she rode a hot putter to six birdies on the front nine to join the trophy hunt Park, 33, seeking her 22nd LPGA win, missed a 10-foot birdie putt to force a playoff. She settled for 69 and finished tied for second. Ko, who shot 66-65 and 65 in the first two rounds to share the overnight lead with Park, was bidding to become the fifth career player in LPGA Tour history with 10 wins, joining Pak, Park Ji-shin say Young Kim and of course Park but neither of the South Korean stars had their best off in the final round and fell short to Celine Boutier so congratulations to uh, Celine Boutier on her LPGA win uh, right in my backyard you might say in New Jersey Eh, that's a couple hours away but (laughs) close enough to be considered in my backyard and we have an old-time, not an old-time winner, but a familiar name, Danny Willard. Remember him? Former Masters champion? Well, he celebrated his birthday on Sunday and did it in style with a two-stroke victory at the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship on Sunday. Willard shot a 4-under-68 and finished 18-under-par to defeat fellow countryman Terrell Hatton and Sweden's... Joachim Lagergren, Uh, the former Masters champion, adds a victory at the old course St. Andrews to previous titles at Augusta National Golf Club, Wentworth, and Crancer sierre among his eight career titles. Willett had endured a challenging year, failing to finish in the top ten in his first eleven events on the European Tour as he dealt with COVID-19 and ailments ranging from wisdom tooth to appendicitis and a hernia. What a tough year. He entered the final round with a three-strokes lead, but he was caught by Richard Bland, who finished tied for fourth with Shane Lowry. Terrell Hatton, the two-time champion of the event, rallied with a 67 to finish tied for second a week after playing in the Ryder Cup. But Willett wouldn't budge for finishing with a string of pars to seal the deal. It was his first victory since the 2019 BMW PGA Championship and should lift him back into the top 100 in the official world golf ranking. So congratulations are in order for Mr. Danny Willard on a job well done after a tough year. Uh, as we said, fighting COVID and uh, he had a hernia and other ailments to come back and to win. Congratulations. And uh, seems like a nice guy. Couldn't happen to a nicer person. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back right after this. Sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. That is the voicemail hotline. If you'd like to leave a question, a comment, anything at all, just call that number, 516-619-6341, and we'll play it on the air. Or, if you'd like to be old-fashioned, and send me an email. Send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com that's talking golf at gmail.com it's time for the golf news of the week and in the golf news of the week whoa that's the wrong picture There we go. Bubba Watson on Thursday announced that he and longtime caddy Ted Scott were parting ways. Watson called it an incredible 15 years together in a social media post. Watson joined the PGA Tour in 2006 and has 12 victories, including the 2012 and 2014 Masters. Scott was on the bag for all of them. It was the second Big player caddy split of the day. As a Golf Channel report earlier Thursday said, Jim Bones McKay, the longtime caddy of Phil Mickelson, has accepted a full-time gig to work with Justin Thomas. So after uh, working with Phil for so many years and then taking a few years off working as an analyst with uh, NBC... Jim Bones McKay is going to get back on the circuit with Justin Thomas. Hey, it's Justin Thomas. It's not a bad name to uh, get back into the flow with. And as for the Watson-Scott split, Bubba wrote that it only came about at some deep talks, not only about golf, but life. Watson said, Teddy deserves more credit than anyone can imagine on our success on the golf course and called it a blessing and privilege to have him there all these years. So, uh seems like an amicable split and uh, you know, these things happen. It's uh, not much you can do about it. And uh good luck to both of them in all their future endeavors. And you know, Bryson DeChambeau wasn't at the Sanderson Farms Championship this week cuz he went to the Long Drive Championship. And he made it to the final eight competitors by bashing balls 400 yards or further at the right times, including one of 406 yards in his first set on Friday. But more importantly hitting the high 300s when that was enough to secure much-needed points in the final day's early round robin format. He finished 8th in that round to advance to the quarterfinals. He even showed the kind of focus that pays off on T- tour. On his final set in the round of 16, DeChambeau needed to win the set to advance and was swinging on the line next to Ryan Gregnol, and midway through the set of six balls, Gregnall suffered a dramatic groin injury, fell to the ground, and stayed there until being helped off the tee. DeChambeau kept looking over with concern, then refocused to win the set and advance. Relative to tour golf, it was a surreal scene. DeChambeau finally hit a wall in a round of eight, which was divided into two groups of four. DeChambeau set one 391 yards, but it wasn't enough against Justin James's blast of 403 and Martin Borgmeyer's 397 yards. At the end of the week of 400-plus, it came down to those six yards. DeChambeau finished third in set, and with only the top two advancing, he was done with a tip of the cat cap. But DeChambeau's reaching quarterfinals opened plenty of eyes. The fields had been narrowed each day from an initial 80 to uh, 64 players on Wednesday, then 32 on Thursday, with the top 16 advancing to Friday. Deshambo just kept swinging with his longest blast of the week traveling 412 yards on Tuesday. His ball speed built throughout the week, reaching 219 miles per hour on Friday. With Deshambo Chambeau finally out as the sun dipped below the mountains. The 2019 world champion, Kyle Berkshire, the the defending champion after the 2020 event was canceled because of COVID-19. And James, the 2017 world champion, survived the four-man semifinal in the ensuing head-to-head final. Berkshire smashed the ball 422 yards to beat James's best of 418 to lock up his second world championship title. So uh, Bryson gave it a shot, you know, and and actually did pretty well. So uh, I wonder if we'll see any of those 416 yards uh, shots on a golf course uh, in in a PGA event, but you know a lot of that is layout too the setup of the course and uh you can't just fire away like that you need to be somewhat accurate too and um they need to be accurate in the long drive but it it's uh, they have more room for error than in a competition so uh, but congratulations for, for uh, you know, having a great week. And NBC Sports made U.S. television history this past weekend. The network utilized an all-women broadcast team to call the ShopRite LPGA Classic on Golf Channel this past weekend at Sea Views Bay Course in Galloway, New Jersey. Cara Banks took the play-by-play duties with Judy Rankin and Paige McKenzie as analyst, while Karen Stupples and Kay Cockrell served as on-course reporters. Longtime producer Beth Hutter, who has produced LPGA coverage for more than 15 years, called the shots behind the scenes. So uh, It was interesting. You know, I, I have to tell you, though, once you started watching the golf, I really didn't notice whether it was men or women talking. You just, you get into it and, and you know, you, you hear the analysis and and the on-course reporting, but I really didn't notice any, you know, anything different. So, you know, good on them for, for doing it, but... Um, you know, these these women are, are just as knowledgeable as some of the men, and, and the, you know, most of them. So they're, they're, they're equal when it comes to analyzing this, and uh, so it was uh, good on NBC for breaking down some barriers, I guess, if you will. All right, we're going to take another quick break and be back with the calendar right after this. Sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-619-6341. That is the voicemail hotline. If you'd like to leave a question, a comment, anything at all, just call that number, 516-619-6341, and we'll play it on the air Or like the old fashioned, and send me an email. Send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com. That's talkinggolf at gmail.com. All right, and we are back, and it's time for the calendar. And on the calendar for next week, we've got all tours in action as the PGA is going to be holding the Shriner's Children's Open, and Martin Laird is defending champion there. And the Champions Tour is in action. They've got the SAS Championship. Ernie Els is defending at that event. Uh, The LPGA has the Cognizant Founders Club, and the European tour has the Open Day España. The Spanish Open is this week. And so that is all the action next week. And there is another, I'm not sure of the week. I have to go look it up. But Jim Furyk and friends is having a uh, little uh, charity event that's uh, getting a lot of the golfers that too so uh, I'll have to see about that when that is and report on that but that's the calendar for this week uh pga shrine is children's open the champions the sas championship lpga the cognizant founders club and the european tour is holding the spanish open and that's gonna wrap it up for this week's show hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll join me again next week. If you're new to the channel, I hope that you will hit the subscribe button. Smash that like button. It makes the YouTube, uh, especially the YouTube uh, analytics and algorithm, smile. And it makes me smile too. <laughs> and we could use all the, the help we can get and uh, if you're returning thank you for coming back again and that's on YouTube and you can also listen to this show on uh, um, anchor anchor Fm slash chip shots that's your uh, audio version of the same show but uh, either way please subscribe on Apple Play or Google Play and um, Wherever you listen to or watch the podcast, uh, hit that subscribe button. It helps us expand the show and expand to new listeners. So until next time, remember, as you walk down the fairways of life, you must smell the roses, for you only get to play one round. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time on another edition of Chip Shots.